Welcome to the Visualize You podcast. I'm your host, Beth Huey, and each week on the show, we will talk about how you can pivot in your career and create a business that is more in alignment with your true soul's calling. I'll bring you interviews with inspirational people who have taken that path already, so you can learn the practical skills that will help you do the same. I'll also deliver training and bring experts onto the show to help you recognize your self-worth, honor your skills, and become confident, feeling ready to pivot, package, promote, and profit from your career and life experiences. Hey everyone, welcome to episode one and in this very first episode of the Visualize You show, I wanted to start by sharing with you my career journey because I could probably describe myself as the queen of pivots. I have had a ridiculous amount of jobs over the years and I think for a long time, I felt quitting was a negative thing, but I have never quit on life. I have never quit on being the best I can be. I have never quit on trying to better myself. And whenever I've been in roles, I've always given it hundred percent. So I really want to get rid of that notion for people that actually quitting and pivoting and changing direction is a negative thing. I'd like to share in this episode a little bit more about what it means to be a successful serial quitter, where it all started for me some of the lessons that I learned through that period of about 25 years. Back, I think it was around 1993, I was about 12, 13 years old. I had these big ambitions. I was shy. I was an awkward introvert, I would say, but I always had dreams of making something of myself. I think people at school were probably recognize me as someone who was weird but also somebody who they would maybe go to for advice but I was always in the clouds I was always thinking about the universe and the bigger picture I actually got my first job around this time I started working as a dishwasher in a local pub and I just worked two to three hours I think it was during the weekend on a Saturday and a Sunday washing dishes (laughs) And I was so excited to start working, but then I soon realized that I couldn't be a waitress because you had to be 16 to be a waitress. So I just got really disillusioned in this big, sweaty, hot kitchen, spraying the inside of these big pots and pans. I knew I was a grafter, I knew I wanted to work hard, and I knew I was willing to start anyway, but this was not my dream. Spraying these big pots and pans, cleaning dishes, shining cutlery. And in a sense, I peaked way too soon because I was four years too early to be a waitress. And so I hated it. I'd spend my time daydreaming through those couple of hours. It wasn't glamorous. And it was my first experience of adults really shouting at me so they would tell me to pick up the pace when we had a busy Saturday or Sunday lunchtime if I wasn't washing the dishes fast enough but it was the start I have been fortunate enough to have worked in so many different industries and though for a long time I thought this was negative as I've got older I realize all this quitting pivoting and changing direction has given me a incredible fantastic advantage and those are the things that I want to help others recognize in themselves it isn't where we start out it isn't the many different careers and skills we amass over the journey of our career but it's all of those things put together that can really help us to 
create a life of our dreams and create a business of our dreams or turn a hobby into a business. And I want you to hold on to your hats right now. And this list is probably not going to include all of my jobs because I think I've probably forgotten some, but I have been blessed. I'm going to say blessed to have held positions that have allowed me to work across multiple sectors and projects. So today I have worked in banking for the Yorkshire Bank. I worked in teaching very fleetingly. I taught A-levels. Um, I taught sociology at my local sixth form college. I have worked in chemicals. I have worked in transport. So I've worked in a very male-dominated environment. I have worked in accounts, um, both in purchase ledger and sales ledger uh, for a carpet manufacturing company. I have worked in retail in a Staples store. I was a cashier and then I made my way up to head cashier. Um, one of the first ever jobs I had was in the wine and spirits industry as an office junior. I have worked in events. That's probably one of the most recent areas that I've worked in, delivering conferences and masterclasses and events for businesses, both on and offline. I have worked in a project management capacity for a long period of time in lots of different roles. I've worked in business support for local government organizations, delivering business support programs that help businesses to grow digitally. So I've worked for my local enterprise partnerships. I've worked for the Equalities Office. I've worked for business consultancy companies. I've worked in the public sector in births, deaths and marriages. I worked at a register office where I did kind of local history for people wanting to find out more about their pasts, but also being with people on their most joyous of occasions, births and marriages, and also civil partnerships when they came on board. I've worked in policy and governance. So for a long time, for about nine years, I think it was, I worked at the heart of local governance, working across a number of different directorates, working, um, on things like education, child safeguarding, economic development, corporate affairs, crime and disorder, all kinds of things within the policy and governance sector. I've worked on health inequalities projects. And actually right now I work as a lay member for public and patient involvement, helping to involve the public and patients and making sure their voices are heard in the commissioning decisions that I made about health services locally for a population of about 400,000. So I say all that not, not to blow my own trumpet because I think when people see that number of things and when they see it on my LinkedIn profile and actually I've shortened it on my LinkedIn profile because it was getting a little bit ridiculous and my CV was getting a little bit ridiculous. I say that because I have pivoted a million times but in all of those pivots, I have learned so much. I have met so many people. And I want you to know that if I can pivot a million times, you can pivot maybe once or twice in your lifetime. I've just remembered, I did have a job working in a sweet factory when I was 15. It was during the summer holidays and it was for Lions Confectionery. I was on the Midget Gem production line. And I lasted for about three weeks, but that's fine because it was the summer holidays anyway, like I was working three of the weeks out of my six-week holiday. <laughs> There's dedication for you. 
But I remember standing across from a six-year-old woman, I'm guessing. She stood across from me on the production line and we couldn't actually communicate because the, the machines were so loud, but we would have to shake these big crates of sweets um, and pick out any midget gems that didn't look quite right. And you could eat as many as you like, which the novelty for that soon wears off. But I remember at lunchtime sitting with her and she told me that she had been there since, I can't remember exactly, but it was something like 30 or 40 years. And I remember just thinking, how is that even possible? So the clues were always there that I was never going to stick around anywhere for so long. My time to quit record stands between a few hours and about nine years. And I'm proud of every single time I've quit. And if you're thinking that I've literally just gone from one job to the other, it isn't quite like that. There's been periods of time when I've had up to four jobs at a time. There was one period of time when I was actually my own <laughs> I was my own assistant. I started out as an assistant scrutiny officer and I did that for 18 and a half hours. And then a role came up to be a scrutiny officer. And that was also part-time. So I was assistant scrutiny officer and a scrutiny officer. When the councillors were making a decision at the budget committee meeting, they actually asked both my assistant scrutiny role and my scrutiny officer role. And they didn't know it was me that was in those roles. They were just axing the roles. But I actually lost two jobs in the same day. I've not heard that happen to anybody else. And I'll tell you another funny story. I, I essentially lost both jobs, but then somebody who was in a full-time scrutiny officer role, he left. So they were able to slot me into half of his job, which had become available. But I had to have an interview for the other half. How ridiculous is that? So I was able to do half of it because I was already doing it, but I had to have an interview for the other half. So those kind of experiences where you've had to been through redeployment or service changes and they've had to interview for their own job and quite frankly I hate those situations I don't know who would possibly like those situations but they can teach us a lot about resilience and what it is that we want to be doing with our lives so I firmly believe that our past experiences hold the clues to what we can create in the future when we quit and start something new, we can create a more abundant, resourceful and positive future. We can be a bit more intentional with our new focus every single time. And that's especially important if you never knew what it was that you wanted to be doing in the first place like me. And I still don't know what my end goal is. I just know now that I am living in the present, I'm creating things that are in alignment with who I am and I'm sharing that with people like you. I want to now share with you life lessons I have learned throughout my career as a successful serial quitter. Number one, you will have highly transferable skills. When you have quit as many times as I have, you soon realize that you have amassed an arsenal of skills and experiences that can help you in any kind of battle. First of all, you've worked in many different sectors, which means you are highly adaptable. But not only that, you've probably worked with pretty much every personality type. 
how to communicate in different ways, what works and you know what doesn't work. Number two, money isn't everything. We put so much emphasis on having well-paid careers and usually midway through our 20s, we want to impress our old school friends who, let's face it, we've not seen for the best part of five years anyway. We want flashy cars, we want a more beautiful house, only to realise during our 30s that is not what is important at all. Quitting your well-paid job will not necessarily create financial ruin, but it will help your mental health and save your sanity. And it will always be of far more importance than money. Number three, other doors will open for you when you quit. So between 2008 and 2014, I got stuck in one particular role. The job itself and the experience it gave me have continued to serve me long after I left. And in the beginning, I loved the job. It was exactly what I wanted to do. It was building on what I'd done at university and I loved it. But as time went on, I did not love it anymore. I was in a position covering multiple sectors. I learned a lot. It was really well paid for where I was in my career and the age I was, 20 something. It was so well paid, but the money made me feel trapped. And I felt that I couldn't leave because I couldn't see how I could leave such a well-paid job at the age I was at and ever find another job that would pay the same. But it made me so depressed. And in January 2014, I finally decided enough was enough and I quit that job for good. And I was quickly amazed at the opportunities that unfolded before me. Roles that I had never even thought of and that I never would have applied for, let alone believe that I would get. I have learned that when one door closes and when you have been brave enough to walk your whole body through that door and shut it firmly behind you, it is then that other doors will present themselves to you and you'll be wondering why it ever took you so long. Number four is that if you quit tomorrow and you've always paid your bills, you will still pay your bills. So I heard this on a, I think it was an interview uh, when Dyer did uh, a long time ago, but he said something like, people are too scared to quit their jobs and start their own business because they believe they would be unable to pay their bills. And I get this because this assumption holds a lot of weight it's like an unwritten universal truth. But if you ask somebody who has quit their job, whether they were successful or not, they'll probably tell you that the rewards of quitting and the experience you amass and the opportunities and achievements that you'll find will be way more beneficial than never giving it a go. There are two different types of people, those who pay the bills on time and those that do not. And I'm not saying that if you quit your job, it's not going to be challenging and it's not going to be challenged to make ends meet. Of course it is. But just because you quit your job, it doesn't mean you'll automatically lose your moral compass as well. If you've always had the intention of paying your bills, you will figure a way to pay your bills. You will cut your cloth accordingly. You will get rid of things that you don't really need in your life anyway. So please don't let the fear of having less make you think it isn't possible to survive. 
Number five, your mental health is important. And we've already touched on this a number of times already. Your mental health is way more important than anything else. If you cannot look yourself in the mirror every morning and say that you love what it is that you're about to do with your day, then believe me, it is time to quit. As soon as you can, you have got to get out of wherever you are. For six whole years, I dragged myself around, dragged myself to put one foot outside of the duvet on a morning. I dragged myself to make my daughter's breakfast, to get dressed, to put my foot on the accelerator in my car, to pay for my parking, and then drag myself to my desk. And then I dragged myself to various irrelevant and useless sometimes meetings. And then I dragged myself home again. And then I would do it the next day and the next day and the next day. And it is dark and it is horrible. But most of all, it's just not worth it. Get loads out of your job. But when it has run its course, get out of your job. Number six, when you quit multiple times, you will earn more money in the long run. Now, despite my prior assumption that I was never going to make the same amount of money ever again from leaving one particular job, and while I did have an initial 20% pay cut when I got the job straight after that, it wasn't long before I was heading back up the career ladder. And that's because you don't lose your skills and experience when you move into a new role. So the employer that paid me 20% less back in 2014 has since re-employed me a further two times and both times with significant pay increases. I have quit that same employer three times in total and they have since hired me as a business consultant through my own business. I also have another contract where I work just 48 days a year and I get paid the same amount it would have previously taken me a whole six months to achieve. So just because you quit it doesn't mean you shouldn't be keeping that door open with your previous employers. Leave on good terms, keep in touch and tell them where you can add value if you see an opportunity to help them in the future. But most of all, make sure that it's on your terms this time. These employers already know that you have the skills and experience so you can in turn command a better price. Number seven, you will be super connected. When you've worked for lots of companies, when you've worked in different sectors and had involvement on various projects at different levels, you will soon realize people that specialize in lots of different areas. And if you're a startup, those connections are super valuable. Imagine how much harder it might be for your business if you had only ever had one job. And that's not to say if you've only had one job, you can't still leverage it. But when you've had multiple jobs, you don't need to do the same level of networking. You don't need to create your audience in the same way. You'll have a network and an audience and a tribe of champions who are willing to support you in the early days of business. And that is worth its weight in gold. Number eight, and we've talked about this quite a bit already, but you will have an attractive set of life experiences. People who quit are just naturally more interesting. You've got guts, determinations, you've got skills, but more than that, you've got skills backed up with experience. You will make for an exciting keynote speaker, author, writer, podcast guest. You've fought through struggles and you've made it to the other side. Number nine, 
Life is just an adventure. Just because you've quit once or twice or even 24 times like me, it doesn't make you a quitter in the negative sense. It doesn't mean that you haven't accomplished anything and that you can't finish what you started. It doesn't mean you don't have what it takes to create success. It means quite the opposite. It means you have everything to create success. So however you feel about quitting, I really hope my lessons can help you to see that there are lots of positive accomplishments that come with it. I hope in time you will enjoy your quitting journey as much as I have mine. Quitting means you know what you want, but more importantly, what it is that you don't want. It means you've got an adventure ahead. It means you've got a thirst for life. And it means that you want to experience it all. And that's certainly been my experience. I promise never to talk about myself <laughs> so much in some of the other podcast episodes, but I really felt it was important as this was the first episode of the Visualize You podcast that you got a sense of my career and I could talk about it in a lot more detail. But I wanted to share the lessons rather than all of the specific roles. And I want you to know that the Visualize You podcast is here for you to listen to other people like me and my guests who have been through those pivots and have come out the other side and have created a business and life that they love. And I want it to be a place where you can not just listen to the stories of the pivot journeys, but also listen to the expertise of people who have gone on to create a new brand and identity who have stepped into their authenticity and have started living with pure intention who have learned how to market themselves how to find the perfect platform to get yourself out there and to enjoy the journey so i really hope you will stay tuned for future episodes of Visualize You. I cannot wait to bring you my next episodes where you will start to hear some of the career and pivot journeys of my guest interviewees. Speak to you next time. Bye-bye. All right, my friends, I hope you've enjoyed today's show. I have some freebies waiting for you over on my site at visualizeyou.com that are going to help you get started on your career pivot. I'm offering you not one, but two business and career downloadable affirmation audios, a guide to journaling and a ton of affirmation scripts. You can choose what you like or simply devour them all. If you've always wanted to master the art of creative visualization, check out my signature course, The Visualization Vault. It's self-paced, comes with a loving community, and you'll learn how to release resistance and creatively visualize your best life and business. With exercises, affirmations, meditations, and more, head to visualizeyou.com forward slash vault and get the course at my new podcast listener rate. Check out the show notes for all the links. Okay, so that's all for today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have any aha moments, tag me in your social media stories and please leave me a review on iTunes. It'll really help me out. Until next time, remember to visualize you.